Talk Money to Me is a financial podcast produced by Transglobal. All opinions expressed by the host and guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Transglobal. This podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as basis for investment decisions. Hey everybody, welcome to Talk Money to Me, where we talk about money and how it affects you. I'm your co-host, Jonathan, and I know a little bit about finance. And I'm your other co-host, Tracy, and I know almost nothing about finance. We have two wonderful guests with us today. I'll go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, My name is Daniel, and I am a financial advisor. Hey, guys. I'm Stephanie, and I am a personal finance enthusiast. Let's get started with our topic. Our topic for today is credit. Now, I'm not sure about the rest of you, but the first time I heard about credit was extra credit in school. So to me, that means doing a little bit more work for that A++ or making sure that my C plus turns into a B minus. But I do know that in the working world, credit means something different. So what is it exactly? And why is it important? I think your analogy of you know extra credit is um, is is pretty spot on actually. Um, credit in the adult world or in the um, financial world is um, kind of like your schoolwork. It's a measure of how well you're doing um, to these banks or these people who can loan you money. Banks will look at the, your score, your uh, credit, and determine if you are reliable to return the money that they let you borrow. So is it kind of like when I had good grades, I can get into a good college. If I have good credit, then I can get a big loan? Yes, essentially, yeah. yes. Essentially, that's 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 a great way to put it. Um, the better the credit you have, the more likely you will get into, um, you, will, you will get that that loan, that, that larger loan. And credit is important. Um, a lot of people kind of overlook this. Credit's really important because um, it allows you to um, what we like to call leverage our money. Uh, what essentially it means is it allows you to buy things that you may not have the pocket change for. For example, like uh, if you're trying to buy a car, that's thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. You might not have that in cash or in your checkings account, but um, with credit, you're able to pay monthly a smaller amount um, every month to total that amount. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a lot of times you, in addition to like the principle of like what you have to pay for, there is also interest. So that's something that, you know, a lot of people get freaked out about when they hear like, oh my God, I got to pay interest, right? That's where a lot of people get that like connotation of like, oh, credit is bad because I have to pay more than I actually borrowed. And that's not the case. You know, like Daniel said, it gives you leverage and that leverage allows you to dream big you know, buy things that you may not be able to buy with what money you have at the moment. Yeah. So I'm on board. I, you know, I want to make my parents proud. I'm a, I, I'm a straight A student and I want to be straight A's in credit. And so how do I get good credit? Where do I even like, what test do I have to take? What SAT score do I have to get? What's, what's, what's the deal? It's, I think one thing to important, uh, one thing to realize uh, when we're testing for our credit score is that it's, 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 it's a long-term um, race. This is a marathon, not a sprint. So um, we're all really 
uh, when we start off, it's kind of like when you start first day of school, right? You get your syllabus, uh, you see like how much is homework, how much is um, your tests, your pop quizzes, so on and so forth. Um, but if you look at your grade, it's a zero out of zero, right? You haven't turned in any assignments, you haven't taken any tests, you haven't done anything. So you have a zero on your credit score or on your, your, your school homework or your school grade, and you also have a zero on your credit score. Um, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Basically what your credit score measures is how much work you're doing. So as soon as you start um, opening a credit card or um, taking a car loan, a home loan, student loans, anything that has to do with um, borrowing money from a, from a bank, any financial institution, yes, mm -hmm. um, it will help you build activity and help you um, basically build a history of your credit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just need to get loans, but I also need credit to get those loans. So how does that work? So there's um there's there's ways to build credit without without having credit already, right? And this is like a fallacy. A lot of people think, oh, I need credit to build credit. Well, yes and no. Um, there's something called a secured credit line. This is the easiest way for you to build credit to start building credit if you don't already have it. Um, it's basically a, you, you give a bank or a financial institution collateral, like, um, a couple hundred dollars and they'll give you a line of credit, a very, very small line of credit. My experience with it is, you know, I was in college at the time, obviously I didn't have a job, but I applied for a discover credit card and, um, there's some financial institutions that understand this dilemma, right? This like, oh, you you need credit to get more credit. Um, but there are other financial institutions that might not be great for the people who are just starting off. Like I have to like a comparison. So like I applied for Discover and a Macy's card because my mom was like, you know, you should get that 10% discount from Macy's. Mm -hmm. And so I applied for both. Um, Macy's didn't care <laughs> that I was in school, but they did care that I did have a job at the time. And they were like, we're only giving you a hundred dollars to spend because we, you don't have any credit history and we can't trust you with more than a hundred bucks. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, and, but then the second card that I got was discover. I, I think they started off with like 2000 for a college student. $2,000 is great. Like compared to a hundred bucks. So I'm a good Asian and I get straight A's and you're saying that this is like grades. So I want to know, how do I become a straight A student in terms of my credit score? Tell me how to get the right SAT scores. Tell me how to, how to get there. My GPA needs to be 4.0 perfect score. How do I do that? So the first and the largest factor is your payment history. So are you turning in your homework on time? Are you doing things on time, right? That's 35% of your, your, your grade, your score. And then the second part is amounts owed, and that is 30%. Um, so that, it means how much are you using versus how much you're allowed to use. So let's say like a credit card gives you like 10K, right? And you're only using like 1K monthly. Like that's kind of like your average monthly score, right? That is a great credit utilization, meaning like you're utilizing only a small portion of what you're given. Oh, so you only want to use a small amount you only of want what to use you a small have. Portion. Oh. Yeah, the reason why is the more you use, the more of a liability you are to these financial institutions, right? The more you use, they're like scared that you can't pay back. So Got the, it. the lower, the better for that. That's 30%. Um, and then 
The third factor is length of your credit history. So that's 15%. So the longer the average, the better. So you don't want to, you know, close old accounts that you're not using. You want to keep all the old ones open so that they they make your average credit history like Oh, well, like, does your credit history start when you open an account? Yeah, so uh, any activity you have with a, you know, official financial institution in which they report your account to the three credit bureaus, that's an activity. So whenever that starts, that's when your credit activity starts. And like then, a like a credit card. What yeah. about a bank account? Not a uh, bank account. Bank, no. So like as long as you're borrowing money. So if you open a credit card or if you 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 um, need to take like you're leasing a car and they open a um, account at Chase so that you can make your payments for your lease too, that's considered um, a credit um, credit activity. Or um, even if you like take a loan for um, for school, like a student student loan, um, that's also uh, attributes to your um, credit history. Got yeah, it. and that kind of go ties into like the fourth factor, which is credit mix. So there are different kinds of credit, right? That you can get, like uh, Daniel mentioned, it's like you can get a mortgage, a car loan, uh, student loans. Um, that those kinds of credit are called installments, and then you can get credit cards, which are uh, a kind of revolving credit another kind of uh, credit that's like open credit and utilities would fall under that, like utility bills, like paying on time, like they'll actually factor that in. Are you paying your utilities on time? If not, the the gas companies, you know, water companies, they can actually report your missed payments to the credit bureaus to show that you're not a responsible, <laughs> responsible credit holder. Yeah. So not only can they turn off your power and your water. Yeah. It also hurt your credit. Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll tell people How that we're dare sus. they? How dare yeah. they take everything from us? <laughs> so the last one, the fifth factor is new credit um, and new credit inquiries. So new credit inquiries is like, this is what, um, th these are basically what they call hits on your credit report. So um, you want to have as little of these as possible uh, because um, the more that you have, it just kind of shows that the, um, it shows the credit bureaus that um, you're looking into your credit a lot. And this this is kind of a red flag for it, it's, it's an unusual activity. If, if someone's looking at the credit a lot, um, it kind of, it's kind of suspicious to these big credit companies. So you want to have as little of these as possible. But the good thing is if you open a new account and maybe you've opened a couple in the last year, maybe I bought a house, bought a car, um, open a couple of new credit cards. Maybe I'm doing really good in life. Um, I don't have to worry because even though my credit score will take a hit in the near term, um, these hits on my record disappear after two years. Um, so right now my credit score might drop because I'm opening up a lot of accounts. Um, I have a lot of activity on my uh, inquiry side, but after a little while they go away and my credit score will um, return back to its natural state. Yeah, and just to add on to that, you like you looking and looking into and pulling up your own credit report does not affect your credit. So it's only but, financial companies, like big companies, um, exactly financial institutions that look into your credit. Those are the ones that count as um, hard credit reports. Yeah. Okay. And it's for a purpose, for the purpose of opening an account. So those are the credit you know, inquiries that you have to worry about. And you want to minimize that as much as possible. Got it. So then um, now that we have an idea of how credit works and you know how we're going to get good grades in the credit school of life, um, how do I know if I'm getting an A plus? A good score, like the range for a credit score is between you know, zero to 850. 
And um, if you're, you know, 850 being excellent, right? So from 800 to 850, that's excellent. And then 740 to 799, that's very good. And from 670 to 739, that's good. And anything lower than that, <laughs> you can kind of- Is a fail, you know, right? As my parents would say. Is a fail yeah. as a patient, you know? Yeah, so on the, on the, you don't you know, want to like, be there. You know, C is passing. You yeah, know, 670 min- not, to 730. Not in my family. Not in most Asian <laughs> households, but in the actual, you know, grading scale, C is passing. What you really want to do is you really want to make sure that you're um, keeping tabs, um, kind of keeping tabs on your credit score, making sure that you know what, what's affecting it. Maybe maybe I check this month and then um, I uh, my, my score is down. So, for example, I use um, CreditWise because I have a Capital One um, credit card. And if a free service that comes with opening a Capital One credit card is that I have this app called CreditWise and it keeps kind of a rough estimate of my credit score and it updates about every 30 days or so. And I can see like, oh, I opened a new, a couple new accounts this last month. So my credit score took a hit. At least I know I, I'm, I'm keeping a tab on why my credit score is fluctuating. Also, you want to make sure that you're keeping track of like if there are errors, you know, identity theft has been on the rise, you know, especially, you know, people opening new accounts or making fraudulent purchases on your credit cards. You want to make sure that, you know, these are not the things that are affecting your credit. And in order to do that, you have to keep track of it. So we recommend our listeners, you know, to be aware of where you are at and look at your history. Um, And you can do that for free and also, um, to know it won't affect your credit score, you can do that by going to annualcreditreport.com and you can actually get credit reports from all three of the major credit bureaus to kind of just look over where you're at, where your scores are. Got it. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this podcast. Uh, That is it for our intro to credit. And we'll see you next time on Talk Money to Me. Bye.